Episode 14. Uh, for this episode, I think I'm going to call this one uh, Getting Uncomfortable or something like that. Uh, I was thinking, you know, we, I was talking to uh, one of my nephews and uh, I was asking him what kind of work he wants to do. And uh, as always, he's a young kid and he fucking wants everything easy. <laughs> so... Uh, my lovely wife decided to sit down and talk with me tonight, and, um, you know, I think I've mentioned, or we've mentioned in the past that you're a dog groomer, but, yeah. but I, I don't think, uh, most people realize how serious you take it, you know, like, uh, yeah. like to me, it's, it's not just a job, uh, at least as far as I watch what you do, like it's, it's a passion mm -hmm. and, uh, it's something that you go out of your way to try and be better at. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, I try. I don't know. So why don't you uh, why don't you tell us all about, you know, like how you got into that and, and, and how it progressed to where you're at now. How I got into grooming? Sure. So that's not really a super interesting story. It was basically I was working in a pet store. and You I just wanted to play with puppies. No, <laughs> I did, but no. I went to the manager and I said, who makes the most money in here? <laughs> Managers were like, who makes it? And they were like, oh, the groomers. And I was like, oh, all right, yeah, sign me up. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'll do that. Hmm. So I started as a bather for a few years, a couple years, and um, realized that it was not an easy job. You yeah. You're not getting easy money. You are earning that money. Yeah. Especially as a bather, you're working like hourly. You're doing a dog every half an hour. It's it's brutal. Plus, you're doing nail trims. You're doing walk-ins. You're doing phone calls. Yeah, it's brutal. So let me let me ask you this: In the beginning, when you first started doing like the bathing and all that stuff and the nail mm -hmm. grooms, how comfortable were you? dealing with just strange dogs like just a strange dog walked in and this might be a vicious fucking dog that's going to rip you up yeah well it's not most dogs that come into the salon are friendly most yeah mm -hmm. i'll say 75 percent but um and those you're kind of okay with you're like mm, i don't know the breed does this or you know you you're doing something uncomfortable to them like Cutting your nails or, which is scary in itself because you think, oh my God, I don't want to make them bleed. If you make them bleed, it's basically like the most terrible thing you've ever done to a dog in your life. <laughs> and they don't like their face washed. Don't wash their faces. You don't want to do that. <laughs> and don't do their anal glands. So it's all, um, all that stuff is uncomfortable. It all starts out uncomfortable. But then you realize, I mean. So you weren't, you weren't afraid of like. Like big nasty dogs coming in there, or no, not really. If the dog came in and growled, that was it. I was done. I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. So you were intimidated. I mean, if they growl, yeah, if they showed signs of being aggressive, 
So yeah. you go through this phase. You go through the beginning phase that you're scared to death. You're like, oh, shit, this dog's going to bite my face. I'm done. <laughs> and then you get comfortable and you're like, nah, I can read him. I can do this. I can do that. I'm, I don't care if he's naughty. I'm going to just do it. I don't care. And then after that phase. You almost get your face bitten off. You almost get your face bitten off. And you're like, nah, I don't want to do that no more. I got to be a little more careful. I need to respect the dog. So you get to the phase that I'm at now, which is. I mean, some dogs are naughty, and you can talk them through it, but other dogs, man, just nix it. Just, nope, I'm not doing it. You just put a muzzle on them. Yeah, well, yeah, I try not to use muzzles because I feel like it makes them more stressed out. Yeah. So if yeah. I can work with them without the muzzle as long as possible, I'll do that. But, um, yeah, if it comes down to it, yeah, I'll put the muzzle on them or send them home. So from day one, you were ambitious about it, though. Like, you... you you got out of college and you had you got a job mm-hmm. and then the first thing you decided was fuck that I want to make more money. Yeah. You know. Well, cuz when I was working for the pet store, um that was like a walk-in hire. That was like my mom told me, "Listen, y'all need to get jobs and get off my couch." <laughs> and I was like, "You're right." And that day I got a job. And um that was just for me going in and applying and talking to people and calling people and harassing people. So, um yeah, I got that job right away. But I was, like, on call. Like, whenever they needed me, I came in. Like, all the time. And that was just to work the register. Why? So do you... Were you always, like, that ambitious? Or, or was that... Were, I mean, was that when you were trying to get your own apartment? Or, like, what, what no, pushed you... No, that was before. You? That was yeah? before I was getting my apartment, yeah. So you always just had, like, a pretty decent work ethic, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I started working when I was 14 yeah, yeah. at McDonald's. Uh, yeah, before, like, like you right wanted... when you can get working papers. Yeah, yeah. That that was when I started working. And, um, yeah, I needed my own money. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. I mean, I talked to our nephew, mm-hmm. you know, and I just always... I don't know, man. Part of me... Dude, I just want to help people, you know? Like, I, I know... I wasn't always like this. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm a little amazed when I meet people that just fucking at a young age was ambitious. And they were like, yeah, well, the only way I'm going to fucking succeed is if I just work my ass off. Yeah. Because in the beginning, I was so much like this young man that we're talking about. And, mm-hmm. and I do just didn't get it. You know, like to me, manual labor was like, fuck that, you know. But it became very aware I mean, it became apparent to me that there was no way around it. There's yeah. no such thing as... We don't come from wealthy families yeah, or uh, the type of neighborhood where, you know, like... I mean, around here, it doesn't matter, you know, what ethnicity you are. To, for me to go to fucking Harvard is not a high chance of that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's debatable about my, <laughs> you know, complexion or not, but... Uh, you know, like, I, I really think that, um, I think it's just a, a mentality, though. Like, in my neighborhood, for me, it, like, if I was going to tell somebody, yeah, well, I'm going to go to fucking Princeton or, or Harvard or Yale, in my neighborhood, they would look at you like, dude, no, you're not, dude. You're <laughs> going to work in a mechanic shop. You're going to fucking, you know, you're going to go be a cashier at fucking Wawa or work at Boeing. or work. Boeing is the dream. As yeah. a kid... I remember, I mean, I knew, at, at one point, I just knew that I'm, I'm all right, I accept this. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I hate it. 
I mean, that's probably a lot of where my addiction and, and the over drinking and everything came from is the fact that I was so upset with the fact that, yeah, I'm going to be a blue collar guy for my whole fucking life. You know, like that, yeah. that, that did bum me out. I'll admit it. I, I was like not happy working in body shops, sand in fucking cars and taking fenders off and fucking, you know, like I enjoy working on cars, but doing that for 50 or 60 hours a week mm-hmm. for, I don't know, 40, 50 fucking 60 years, <laughs> dude, that just sounded so bad, you know? Yeah. And, um, well, I don't know why that's interesting because I guess because my mom, my mom was a nurse and my dad was a plumber that owned his own business. So it was never a thought that we would be laborers, actually. That was yeah. never even, yeah. It was like, all right, if you can't get a job, if you like can't do anything better, I guess you can get a government job. Yeah. And then that has a nice pension and that's cool. But we're really looking for you to be like, you know, a lawyer or a veterinarian or I think I think we I think everybody in our neighborhood wants our kid to be something like that mm-hmm. because I didn't realize until I was probably in my 30s that I could have done that. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, like I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I know that I'm fucking smart enough that if I sat down with some law books and really applied myself, I know that I could be a fucking lawyer. Yeah. I am I am I'm I firmly believe that in my fucking soul. Well, the problem but, is that you didn't apply that when you were younger. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the truth. That is but it's sincerely never too the late truth. To go back to school. That's what um, yeah. my customer told me. Yeah, I know. She said I know. you can always go back and be a lawyer. Well, I'm even stupider because I'm trying to be a fucking radio personality, you know? So <laughs> I'm I'm really going for fucking broke here, you know? I'm working on being like a uh, a voice you know? Yeah. I don't want to be a face. I don't want to be like a famous face. I, don't, I want to be able to walk down the street still. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the work ethic thing to me was, um, dude, I knew how to work. I knew I just, um, but you didn't want to have money. You didn't want to buy I your think own it's stuff. The, I think it, yeah, well, I, I, dude, I worked, I did work, you know, like I, I had a job. I worked at fucking McDonald's and I did pulled my weight. Mm-hmm. I bought my first guitar with the money that I saved because I worked at that McDonald's and saved up several paychecks and made payments on his fucking guitar. Oh, you made payments that young? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I told him, I was like, dude, every fucking two weeks I'll be in here, you yeah. know? And I came in there here, here's my fucking money. Oh my God. I ain't got no money now, <laughs> you know? But, um, so, I mean, I worked. I guess I just, um, you know, the like the American dream, like uh, everybody looks at a celebrity and they think, yeah, I'm going to be that, you know, mm-hmm. talking to, uh, you know, the young man in question. You know, I remember two years ago talking to him and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to college and be a basketball, you know, athlete. Oh, yeah, athlete. he was going to be a basketball player. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, no, the fuck you're but not, dude. he's going to be a photographer. Yeah, well, I know a lot of fucking starving ass photographers, you know. So he's never even held a camera. Yeah, I don't. That that's a whole <laughs> curious thing to me too. I'm like, dude, you're not even interested. Mm-mm. If you want to be a photographer, how come you're not asking me questions? Because I'm a pretty fucking decent photographer. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. I mean, I'm no expert, but I know how to take a pretty picture. Yeah. You know. But yeah, he um, doesn't even have a camera. He's dude, never used a real camera in his life, other than his. 
I don't know. Phone. What's he got? Like a killer Instagram account? Is that what all young kids do nowadays? He was. I don't know. I don't know. I, and I'm not trying to criticize him. I'm mm-hmm. really sincerely not. I, I, you know, I don't know, man. I think. Uh, but when I was 12, 13, I was going around um, shoveling. Yeah. To get money. Yeah, yeah we did, did that. Something. We shoveled. We made keychains. We made jewelry. Yeah. We did all types of nonsense. Shit, my dad was like, all right, you want to push the lawnmower around the neighborhood? We did. We did it a few times. We definitely shoveled more snow, though. Snow is easy money. Yeah, snow you know? is easy money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, your fucking back is going to be smoked, but I mean, yeah. you can make 100 bucks pretty fucking quick, yeah. you know? Yep. And I mean, for, you know, 15-year-old kid or a 14-year-old kid... Hundred fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in the nineties, that was huge money, yeah. man. This is fucking Nike money, yeah. you know. <laughs> really. So, I don't know though, man. I always wonder, like, uh, you know, what, what, you know, like, I, I don't know, man. I just, I look at young people. Young people don't want to be uncomfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. Not even, in, not even young people, but people in our society nowadays. You know, like, it's it's becoming apparent. People are starting to realize mm-hmm. that you got to be uncomfortable. It's the but, instant gratification yeah. that we're used to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, tell somebody, you know, hey, why don't you turn off your AC and just roll the windows down? They'll look at you like you're fucking crazy. Tell In the middle of the that. summertime? <laughs> Listen, I work my nuts off. <laughs> I work my nuts off staring at cranes, <laughs> telling other people what they got to fix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, you and I, we just started this new adventure with the gym thing, you know? It's Yeah. Again, it's it's you got to make yourself uncomfortable. It hurts. Yeah. You you were telling me before we got started here that your your legs are sore. Mm-hmm. I just rode this 7 fucking miles. Dude, I was like I, I swear the first 2 or 3 miles of my ride is always like, "Fuck! Why am I doing this?" <laughs> the fuck I could be sitting on my couch sleeping right now, you know? But uh <laughs> But then after I start cruising and shit and I'm rolling around the neighborhood, I'm like, all right, man, it's all for a purpose, you yeah. know? I feel like, I do feel like I'm losing a little bit of you weight. Have. Yeah. I feel good. I feel good. I have not lost any weight. Dude. Yeah, but I'm you said exactly you gained muscle mass, right? Yeah, I guess. You're converting it, babe. Converting it. Great. Yeah. You're going to be a bad <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so... I don't know. So, so the oh, so the dog grooming thing. So you uh, you started out as a bather. So I started out as a bather. I did that, and then I went to quote unquote academy, which is PetSmart's way of taking you someplace else and training you. Okay. Um. So they had they had like a little school. They do, yeah, and it was good. It's good for the basics. It's definitely a good way to get started. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. So. Can can people that don't work for PetSmart go to that? No. No, no, it's, it's just for their employees. Yeah, and okay. they have to pick you. You can't just. It's not just. Like, really? Oh, this yeah. is like some special forces kind of shit. Kind of sorta. They're gonna yeah. tap you on the shoulder. They, they, hey, they, you're one of us now. They definitely. Yeah, because they started. Um, actually, before I left, they started this thing that you had to pass this like questionnaire, and if you didn't pass the questionnaire, you didn't even make it to academy. Really? So no matter how good you are. So wait, they had to select you. They had to tap you yeah. on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and then you got to take the test. Yes. But then if you fuck up, you're an idiot, and you don't know the difference between a poodle and a pit bull. Yeah, if you're either you know. you're either too smart. Too or, smart. Yeah, you could be too smart. Like Whoa. um 
Yeah. We got a smart motherfucker right here. You could be too smart and they won't accept you, <laughs> or you could be too dumb and they won't accept you. What is the criteria for too smart? I want to take that test and be I, like, oh, I, this guy's a fucking they genius. You, they ask you all these questions. It's like, it's a weird question. So if you pass the, the thing too thing easily. Is, the crazy thing is, is that that test stays with you. Like if you try to go to another, um, like say you tried to get a job at Macy's, they have the same test. And they'll just look at your results and be like, nope, you're not hired. What? Yeah. Well, what are you talking about right now? So, so you got to take a test mm-hmm. to work at PetSmart. To work, yeah. To, to continue to work at PetSmart. Like, you're already there as a bather. And then they, the, they would say, okay, so you want to be, you know, you want a promotion, basically. So now you have to take this test for a new position. So this test is like, I think it's more of a personality test. Yeah. To see, like, if you fit their criteria of what they're looking for. Because, I don't know, I mean, groomers are flaky. So maybe that's what they're trying to weed out. I don't really know. So you have to go through this personality sort of test. And um, it's like personality and math and all this other stuff. So you go through this test, and then that test stays with you. Like, so if you try to go someplace else, and they use that same test... You don't take the test over. They just use your results already. How would how would a test... Because it's through like a third party, the test. Yeah, but what the fuck would it have to do with Macy's or... Uh, I you don't know. know. Like... It's, I told you it's like a personality. It's more of a personality thing. So now they've found a way to discriminate against <laughs> people that are too fucking smart or too mm-hmm. stupid... To like, work in a fucking minimum wage yes, uh, department yes. store. Like, um, okay, so for example, can I say his name? I'm I don't know. Say his name. Don't say last name. Just say. I, oh, first I don't name. know his last name. But uh-huh. um, so we were at PetSmart. There was a guy there, Cornelius. Yeah. Right. Who's an all star? Like he's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. he's like so smart that it's like okay. scary. Um, he took the test and they basically told him like, no, you're too smart. We're not going to promote you. They told him he was too smart. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can work the register because we know you know how well, to he fucking can be count. A bather. He can be a bather, but he can't be a groomer. Uh-huh. We're going to look this shit up or something. So, I don't even know how yeah. the fuck that makes sense. I don't know if they still use it because I think corn. Cornelius is now a groomer. I think he went someplace else. I think it was more politics and that... The um the yeah, manager there. Yeah, this sounds there, like somebody was bullshitting. Him. Yeah, I think the manager there, Brian. Can I say his last name? Fuck him. No, I don't say any last okay. names. Well, the I don't. Man, want, I, think... I don't want to get my poor ass no <laughs> no income producing show sued already. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think it was more because um of the managers there. Yeah, they didn't well, promote him. But I think he's a groomer now, so it's cool. That's good. And he was going to school to be like I don't know some type of scientist. Yeah, hmm. nuclear physicist. Probably. Yeah, Sounds he's going to fix Chernobyl. He is. Yeah. I believe it. Smart but guy. He couldn't be a. He was too smart to be a groomer. I dig it, man. I dig it. So yeah. All I remember is he seemed like a nice guy, but he's weird. I thought he was gay. I'm going to say it, man. Listen, I hope he's not listening. I hope he doesn't beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Seems like a nice guy. But I thought he was gay. I don't know. But I think a lot of people are gay. I got relatives that I swear are gay. And they're, you know, in full-blown marriages. 
So Well, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just talking shit right now. But, um... So, anyway, you worked at PetSmart, uh, then you eventually moved on. So, I moved on. We won't go into the details. (laughs) And then um, I started working for um, Petco as a manager, and they loved me. They loved you. And then that's when I hooked up with Sally. Yeah. Yes. So, Sally is... A, um, she's a big deal. She is a big deal. She's like she's, she's like goddamn Delco famous yeah, in, in the dog world. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like one of the best. She's award winning, one of the best um, groomers in the nation. Um, she breeds Celian terriers. She does hand stripping. That's like her thing. Yeah. Um, what is hand stripping? Hand stripping is when you basically. Pull the hair, you use your hand or a tool, and you pull the dead hair off of a wire coat dog. So it's really good for them. A lot of people are like, no, it's mean. It's not mean. It doesn't hurt the dogs. It actually preserves their skin and their coat. Um, So it's really, yeah, so that's what she does. So it's kind of like a special technique to uh, removing excess hair off the animals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a... I've seen it. I mean, I'm I'm trying to like play this up for the listeners, but I mean, I've seen. Oh, like I don't the, know how uh, to explain it though. I think so it's like a big sharp. Using... It's like a like you're using like the blade of a, a knife, right? Kind of. Kind of. I use I use a pummel stone. Oh most really? Of the time, yeah. Yeah. But you do use knives, and you do some raking, and get the undercoat out. It's all about getting the undercoat out and getting the dead hair off of the dog, yeah. so the skin follicles. And the hair follicles can open up and let new hair grow in. Sure. So it's all to maintain the coat and and the skin. So you've been going to Sally's now. Uh, Almost three years. Three years, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since you've started going there, you've, uh, you know, like, so the reason I asked you to sit down with me with this is because Everything I've seen, we've been together since you were working at PetSmart, Mm -hmm. and I've seen nothing but progression. It seems like you love this, you're passionate about it, it's it's something, you know, you enjoy doing. Yes. It's not just a job, it's not just a a source of income, it's Mm -hmm. something that you go out of your way to make make yourself better at yeah you know we've gone to dog shows Mm -hmm. and you know dog shows we do grooming shows I've done seminars I've traveled to do certifications Um, yeah I've met a lot of people learned different techniques I went in thinking I knew what I was doing found out I didn't know what I was doing (laughs) so I'm still figuring out what I'm doing yeah well I think that's every every person that is attempting to uh do something better in their life you 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 try you fuck up you make mistakes yeah you, you know you make adjustments you get mm-hmm. your balls broken <laughs> yeah you get your feelings hurt you get your oh feelings my hurt. god yeah. it is nothing worse than standing up there you think you're going in you're like yeah i know how to do this i'm ready you go up there on stage you're chewing like a cow. <laughs> You're nervous. What do you mean? You're chewing. I was chewing, chewing bubble gum. gum. Bubble yes. gum. On and the and camera just would not smack in your lips. Me. Yes. Yes. The camera would not leave. <laughs> it would not. Somebody texts me like, "Stop chewing the gum." Yeah. Hey asshole. Knock <laughs> yeah. it off. Mm-hmm. So um, you're up there. You do it. You're sweating. 
you thought you looked cute in the beginning. Now <laughs> you look a mess. And the all for you to stand up there and them not to call your name. And it's like, oh, God, what's wrong with me? <laughs> but somebody was just better. Somebody tried harder. Somebody is always going to be better. Unfortunately, yeah, that's, unfortunately. you know, no matter what it is, no matter what activity you do on this planet, there's always a motherfucker out there that's going to be better. You know, all you can do is your best, you know. Yeah. But the beautiful thing is, is like you've always just just maintained, you know, like even after you got your ass kicked and you were like upset about it, mm. you you didn't quit. You mm. didn't back off. I mean, there was a few times where you were pretty upset and I had to give you a little pep talk and, yeah. and a little pat on the ass and tell you, babe, you're doing good. You just got to you got to just keep doing it. You got to pay your dues. And, yeah. you know, even some of the people that in your mind that you're competing with that, um, you know, that you're learning from, but but you think that you should be as good as them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always work like that, yeah. you know, and sometimes life is all about just being better than you were last week or, yeah. you know, a month ago or a year ago or whatever. And and even if it doesn't progress that fast, I mean, it's all just practice. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Shit, we're 14 episodes into this motherfucker and I'm finally starting to calm down talking in front of this goddamn microphone and yeah. forcing a conversation on myself, <laughs> you know? So. Well, it's nerve-wracking. Oh, it truly is, you know? Putting myself out there for the whole world to fucking judge the living shit out of me about. And mm-hmm. Then my closest friends break my balls just the littlest bit, and I just crumple up mm-hmm. into a little ball and <laughs> suck my little, you know, my Which little... Which is funny, because all you do is break people's balls oh, all man. the time. Isn't that funny? If you can I dish know. it out, you better be able to yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm over here fucking stomping around my apartment. This motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to fuck him up when I see him. Yeah. yeah that- <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to fuck anybody up. You know what? <laughs> it's really um, it's really just it's criticism. And I got to take it. And I got to just acknowledge that uh, oh, she's awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Anyway, yeah, I mean, we all get our ass kicked, you know? Yeah, it's part of the game. It's part of the uh, the building. Yeah, getting uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, it's part of the journey. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, so many things in my life, uh, I, try to do, I try to do shit, and I, I, I don't know, man. I just never, at least it, for my sake, I've never had... Anything just kind of fucking like perfectly line up and work out great, yeah. you know? So, yeah, but, I don't um, think I have either. Anyway, that nephew of ours will just keep beating on his little knucklehead until he eventually wakes the fuck up, you yeah. know? I mean, he'll come around. I think so. I did. Yeah. Believe me, I, I'm telling you, he's like the fucking spitting image of what I was, you know? And. I mean, I really think the military would do them great, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, yeah. you know. But anyway, that's, uh, fuck it, man. I'm tired. I want to go to bed, babe. You want to go to bed? Sure. I do want to say that I did get second place. She got second place? <laughs> I did. Not fucking around. second place. Who's a part of the not fucking around crew? So it's not like I've been losing this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's outstanding. So that's all you can ask for, right? Yep. These little rewards. This little you know? placement. Mm -hmm. That's a bad motherfucker right there. We're going. We're going for the gold, though, baby. We are going for the gold. We're not fucking around. Oh, listen, we're coming for it. Listen, we'll mm -hmm. take this. What, who, who was that girl, Tanya Harding, that broke the other girl's legs? <laughs> we, listen, you want me to start sabotaging yeah, people's I'm dogs? Saying. I'm gonna just walk by you and start cutting big just, chunks yeah, off. Just cut the fucking tail off. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Kick one of the legs of the table out from under. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh, somebody's getting a phone call. Sorry. It's all right. It's my mom. <laughs> all right. Well, well we're going to wrap it up. Um, yeah. So this is episode 14. We're going to call it Getting Uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you like the show, guys, do me a favor. Uh, follow it. Subscribe. Share. You can find it on Stitcher. Uh, I recently switched over to Podbean, so it's available there now, too. And uh, I won't be updating SoundCloud anymore. Uh, I switched hosts. Uh, so, yeah, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Overcast. And um, I'm always on Facebook, you know. So uh, join the group. Join the fan page. Let me know, man. Let me know you love me. And I'll see you guys later. <laughs>